Right, we're on week three of our podcast series about the kind of different ways of losing weight and all the drama and excitement that that entails. And today's recipe is all going to be about, but I can't afford it. Because we hear this a lot. We hear a lot of people saying, it's an expensive habit dieting, you know, it costs a lot to get started. And it doesn't need to. So we're going to we've been in this boat before as well, where we couldn't afford fancy things. Yes. So we know exactly what we're talking about here. Yeah, so hopefully we're going to speak with some conviction and reassure you all that actually you can afford yes. it. Yes. You don't have to spend a lot of money to eat healthily. No. But before we get to that, Paul, how is your diet going? All right, actually, I'm back on it after our cheese expedition last week. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling much more into it. Cheese expedition. That sounds amazing. That sounds like <laughs> the, the best holiday ever, actually. Yeah, that's what we should do. Go on a cheese holiday. <gasps> Perfect. Um, so, yeah, but you've been finding it all right, getting back into the swing of things? Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Much better than I usually do. I usually struggle getting what, going. What's changed? Um, mindset, I think. God almighty. Oh, they're sufferable, aren't they? You really are. Mind, your mindset has changed. Um, okay. My mindset is all great at the minute, so, yeah. Like we said um, last week, I think, getting going is the hardest bit. Once you're going, it's fine. Okay. And we've got going so many times. Yeah, you're like an old car at this point. We're just you're constantly reliable, in a yeah, state a of while. the ignition turning over, so we're just always raring to go. Your clutch is burnt out. You can't get... <laughs> you've got a massive boot. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? My muffler's to fuck. Anyway, the what? What? Muffler. I don't know what that is. Okay, okay. Didn't know what I was. heard it somewhere. Okay, it's a uh, car thing. Okay, well, let's well, obviously we are here to talk about cars in great detail, yeah. and we might cover them later on. Um, so, in terms of how I'm getting on, um, all right, you know, um, it's been one of those weeks where I, well, in all honesty, I can't be bothered because I had a lot on and it's been difficult. But actually, what we've been doing is following our own advice, trying something new. We tried a couple of new recipes this week. They worked out. Mm. And it's just nice to try new foods, isn't it? And it helps you keep going. Yeah. We're getting right into curries at the minute. Ugh. Different types of curry. We are. We are. Because all we did before is korma. I do love a korma. Yeah. But it was kormas, tandoori, and masala. But now you're That's trying... Much it. All but the... we're trying ones that we've never even heard of before. You're trying all the different colours of like, yeah. curry. Yeah. So... Would you say you were a coma chameleon? Yes. There yes, you I go. Would. That's a top quality humour that people are signing up for. Um, so yes, anyway, thank you if you are listening. Mm. And we apologise in advance for any of the kind of quality of jokes that you're going to get. Yeah. Um, and it's January and like us, you're skint. So we are here to help you through your journey. Skint, fucked and fat. That's yeah. what we should have called the blog. Skint, fucked and fat. <laughs> Oh, oh dear, we missed a trick. We missed yeah. a trick. Right, so welcome to the Skin Fucked and Fat podcast, mm -hmm. episode three, but I can't afford it. Okay, so is that a fair thing to say, I can't afford it, when it comes to dieting? Yes, because... Oh, interesting. I yeah, say yeah, no, 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 I say uh -huh. no. Go on. Right, I'm a bit worried that this is all going to come across as a bit like Angela's Ashes here, but as we've said <laughs> a lot of times, I was really, really poor as a kid, and I'm still... Well, we're still quite poor now, and I'm always in the mindset of being a poor person. I'm never going to splash the cash. I yeah. hate spending money. So, yes, very frugal, um, naturally tight. <laughs> but, uh, that's not my experience. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> One of the worries I always had when I thought, right, I've got to stop being such a fat twat. We need to lose weight is that you can't afford it because for some reason people think eating fresh 
eating healthily is expensive and it's really not. You say that, okay. You say that. I'm going to jump in. Yeah. One thing, right. You say eating fresh isn't expensive. It doesn't have to be. You're mm-hmm. quite right. But if you go to the supermarket with five pounds to your name, yeah. right, you can go and get maybe some apples, some bananas, some oranges, mm-hmm. and then that's it. Mm-hmm. Or you can go and get a family lasagna, a garlic bread, uh, beer. I'm going to just say, I'd fucking choose that every single time. Every time. But no, it, it, it is expensive to get yeah. fresh stuff. Yeah. But the difference is, you have that lasagna and it's gone. Okay? Yeah. You get a load of veg, you can do all sorts of different things. With it. Mm-hmm. So you you can make a soup, you can make a moussaka, you can do all sorts of different things. And yeah. you can stretch it out. Yeah. Problem is that a lot of people have, and we certainly do this, we're absolutely the worst for this, is that you'll buy veg and you'll buy fruit and you'll just let it rot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it, and then at the end of the week, you're looking at a fridge full of brown water. You think, well, that was a waste of money. It's yeah. like, it's not. It's not a waste of money. It's a wasted opportunity. Yeah. The important thing is, if you're trying to lose weight and you are on a budget is, and you should do this anyway, is to plan. Yeah. Plan ahead and it will make all the difference because we've made this mistake before where we've cooked a recipe. Mm-hmm. And we've got the ingredients and we've gone out and we've spent a lot of money buying a few ingredients for one recipe. Let me just add a quick caveat to say all the recipes in the book don't require a lot of ingredients and they're all very cheap to make. <laughs> just in case yes. you're buying it and you've got buyer's remorse. They are very no per- refunds. They are very purse friendly. Yeah. Um, so yes, if you are on a budget, um, and well, even if you're not on a budget, plan ahead. Yeah. Don't buy a pack of mints for one recipe if you're not going to use the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Buy a pack of mince and use it for a couple of things yeah um it really does make all the difference plan your plan just plan it all it's economies of scale isn't it yeah if you buy mince you can buy a kilogram of decent mince for uh, six or seven quid or mm. you could buy you know 300 grams of mince for four quid yeah but with that bigger pack you can make more and mm-hmm. we'll touch on that a little bit later um but you it's interesting you say that um it's a fair thing to say i can't afford it i i don't think it is i not because it's not the case because obviously yeah, you know, if you're struggling with money, it's daunting to change things. Yeah, but there's so many ways to make your money stretch. Yep, because we've done it. And you, what you said before about you know us being frugal, um, I was exactly the same as you growing up. I grew up with very little. Mm. I've told you many times the story about when I used to go. Our family used to go nicking potatoes out of the field. <laughs> so we yeah. were really, really yeah. poor. And although we're a little bit better off now because of the blog and because of work, we're still very careful with money. And I don't like waste. And I think it lends itself to, if you're cooking from home, you you, you should get less waste. You don't throw things Mm. out because you've always got a purpose for everything you buy. So if we go and buy vegetables, it's because, like you say, we've planned a meal. We've planned out what we're going to have. We know what we're going to do with that tomato. We know what we're going to do with that cucumber. What I do with a cucumber, I couldn't put in the book, but you know, <laughs> I make a great tzatziki. Um, but yeah. And one thing, you don't have to buy expensive ingredients. You really don't. We still buy smart price. A lot of things we buy are smart price or value or whatever. The cheapest options are absolutely fine. Yeah. Absolutely what, fine. What things would you say you can't buy smart price versions of? One thing that comes to mind is I've always found the cheapest option for cereal isn't always that good. You Own brand, fine. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't buy, for example, Tesco Value Rice Krispies. Is that just because they don't do the snack, crackle, and pop? Exactly. They're what? just they're just a little bit too soft. You like a touch of theatre yeah. in, in yeah. your cereal, don't you? <laughs> and maybe um, things like sausages. 
I wouldn't necessarily go down the ultra cheap route. No, I mean, oh, there was nothing out there I wouldn't buy. Um, I, I would always happily buy own brand stuff. Yeah, I don't think actually we buy anything that's branded. No, uh, well, no, the, I can think of two exceptions which I'll come to. Right. The thing with sausages, though, you told a fib. You absolutely told a fib. Why? You say you never choose a cheap sausage. There is nothing better. Then those awful <laughs> lay-by... Um, oh, the like? lay-by hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. It, it's oh, like, yeah. ooh, a pink cylinder of mush. <laughs> yeah, and you can fry it for like in a nuclear reactor for eight years, and, and it's, it's still, still pink. pink. Yeah, And it's coming out the end like a Formosa's <laughs> cock. <laughs> I'm not wrong there. But everything else, Smart Price, we, we buy Smart Price tea bags, and I can't. I can't tell the difference. I will. Can you tell the difference? I, I will fight you for that because yes, you can. Oh, well, you Tea can't. is worth spending money on. Although I'm a coffee guy, and beans, beans. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that that is the yeah, okay, that's the one thing we buy branded. We buy Branston beans because we have a shed where we're not preparing for any kind of catastrophe. But we but do like to it. buy in bulk, don't yeah. we? Uh, and we've got a shed which is full, absolutely full to the brim. Of tin chopped tomatoes, <laughs> tin, beans. tin beans, rice, pasta, anything. No um, word of lie. We buy these things in like groups of 120 odd. Yeah, like we. I mean, we've, Paul takes his smart car to Costco. We can get maybe you know, <laughs> one tin of beans and a leaflet <laughs> in the boot. Six jars of gherkins. Take my car, and it's like we're preparing for a nuclear war. We need everything. <laughs> you know, we come back with like 200 tins of beans and you know 20 rolls of shit tickets, and then that's this <laughs> sorted for life. But actually, there, there, there's a good. Uh, saving money thing. Buy in bulk. Buy in bulk if you can, yeah. If you can. And it's not always cheaper. Uh, we There is a trap of going to Costco thinking, oh, but I can get 8,000 know, yeah. pickled uh-huh. onion jars, but you don't actually need that. Because but... we've made the mistake before of buying um, like loads of things that we just never got around to eating. Mm-hmm. So only buy the things in bulk that you are going to use a lot of, such as chopped tomatoes for us yeah. and beans. We eat a lot of those things. Yeah. Can I say, um, I went in that shed the other day, I was trying to find something, uh, and there was one tin of mushy peas left. I love mushy <laughs> peas. But I had, I thought, oh, do you know I'm going to have, so we were talking about weird food in the last week, I think, or the week before, uh, I really like mushy peas on toast. I call it Geordie guacamole, as <laughs> it is. It's lovely. Did we not make a guacamole recipe with the uh, mushy peas ones? I'm Probably. sure we did. Probably. Yeah, no shit, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, yeah, made, yeah. Um, we made nachos. Uh, one Mushy of our, these? And it was like, yeah, what you can have thinking? salsa and you could have guacamole because it's made with mushy peas. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, I get the logic. They're both green. This is when we were <laughs> making the mistake, and you shouldn't, of yeah. heading for um, sin-free, point-free, whatever days. <sighs> yeah. But actually, it wasn't Doesn't too bad. Work. It wasn't too bad. But anyway, so I had uh, these mushy peas on toast, and then I was doing the green thing, you know, washing the tin out and put it in the recycling bin. Uh, and they went out of date in 2016. Were they still good, though? They Better were work. delicious. They were really good. Really I good. mean, we bought a tub of stock cubes, but we didn't seal it properly, and it's quite damp in there. Yeah. And they just liquefied in the little foil pouch. They did. It was disappointing. No, they had the three years, oh, four years, I suppose, out of date, uh, please. Absolutely fine. Turns out rust really adds, <laughs> it really adds a little... Extra layer of uh, flavour. But that's, that is a great way of saving money. Mm-hmm. Bulk buying. Yeah, if you can. But be savvy about it. Don't buy it just because you can buy in bulk. Make sure that you are still saving money on yeah. it. But it's very rare you won't. Yeah. Normally veg is fine. Reduced things are fine. Well, let's touch just on that. Much. Let's touch on the um, the reduced veg thing. Because there's a lot of things you could do um, with the reduced stuff that you yeah. can buy in the supermarket. 
But there's two sides to this coin. So I don't mind a bargain. I love a bargain. Yeah. If you're going to use it anyway and it's mm-hmm. reduced, then you've got yourself a bargain. Yeah. But if you're buying it because it's reduced, yeah. that isn't saving money. You're yeah. spending that money to get something that you weren't necessarily going to get before. So you're still wasting your money. Yeah. And the other side of that is don't be afraid to maim injure or hurt people who are standing in that reduced queue <laughs> with their fucking trolley so that you can't get to the yellow sticker items because yeah. fuck my ass i hate hate that whole argument and the whole kind of i must get my 20 fee forget and you know all that kind of tat we've seen people in tesco haven't we we've seen yeah. people actually fighting. physically mm-hmm. fighting on the floor for like 20p off a trifle i've seen some supermarkets with bouncers yeah, you around. have. Yeah, yeah we yeah. did. Uh-huh. We did. We did, didn't we? And they've closed off the aisle while they load it up because people were just... I don't get it. ...pushing the stuff out of the way. You know, I think maybe, fair enough, if you are desperate for food or, you know, you haven't got much money, then that could be a bit of a lifeline and that's fair enough. But you get people with trolleys of yellow stickered items. Yeah. For the like, sake of it. Yeah, it's like yeah. you've got 45 packets of reduced grapes. What the fuck are you doing? You're opening a winery. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you doing? Let other people have it. So if you're so if you're one of those people actually who stand there blocking everyone else just so you can fill your trolley full of reduced stuff and it means no one else can get the joy of it, then frankly, I hope you next time have a shit. I hope it's a hedgehog. <laughs> but of go. course, sometimes you'll see a lot of reduced stuff which you can buy loads mm. of and freeze and freeze it. Yep, that's uh, something that a lot of people forget to do. Yeah, and you know a lot of veg. Um, I mean, look into this yourselves because we're not food scientists or anything like that. But a lot of veg, a lot of meat, well, obviously meat you can freeze, mm-hmm. but veg you can prepare and then freeze. Really. We saved an absolute fortune because we bought a bag, I think it was five kilograms of chicken breasts yeah. that came in one giant bag. <gasps> and Is we just spent a fart, though? Oh, yeah, you over the horrendous. But we just tipped the whole bag out into a big bowl, yeah. spent 10 minutes putting one or two breasts into a sandwich bag and freezing mm-hmm. it, and we've saved an absolute fortune doing that. Yeah. In the same way, mince, we bought a 10-kilogram slab of mince mm-hmm. and just cut them off into 250-gram portions, bagged it up, saved a fortune. Yeah, you know, I've absolute seen... fortune. I've seen before um, a 200-kilogram slab of mince. Really? Yeah, so that's sitting opposite. <laughs> oh, what? Wallabitch. <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> I am... Um... It's not I've got no self-esteem. Oh, well. Whoopsie do. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the freezing thing. Uh, if you're making a meal and you've got leftovers, stick them in the freezer. Yep. Because there are days when you get home and you can't be fucked cooking. Mm-hmm. And you just think, oh, I just want something. And you can either go two routes, you can either go down the takeaway route, which is always going to be the best route. Or you can go down the virtuous <laughs> route. It's not the best route, don't do it. Defrosting something out the freezer. Yeah. And if you've got stuff in there, it just helps you stay on plan, doesn't it? I sometimes quite like the lottery because we've got um, oh, yeah. we've got a little freezer in our utility room, which is full of we bought we had a right craze for batch cooking at one point. We did, didn't so we? we bought loads of those foil trays, um, which always feels like a treat anyway because you can fool yourself that you're having a Take takeaway. Away. <laughs> and so this freezer is full of random dinners, sometimes from like two three years ago. Yeah, I quite liked opening the drawer, reaching in and grabbing something and thinking, ooh. Lasagna or ooh, risotto or whatever's in there. It's like a lottery. It's great. Yeah, but some of them, this is where the lottery comes in. Some of them, it's been in there that long. They've had things rubbing over them that actually the little Sharpie label has disappeared. Yeah, so, so you never know. Lottery. You never like, know. Yeah, oh, a chili con carne from 2017. Or, ooh, a stool sample that I should have took to the doctors. <laughs> Either way, it's got beans in it. I um, remember that time you threw a sulk because there were two things left in the um, thing. <laughs> we didn't know what it was, so we cooked one. And we said, right, whatever it is, we're going to eat it. And I had a really nice, um, it was the chorizo macaroni cheese in my little tub. Yeah. And you had a vegetable chili. 
I did, didn't I? such a wobbly. I don't think I threw a wobbly. You did. I definitely didn't. You sulked. Because I will give you any money. Didn't sulk. Absolutely You should have picked the left side, didn't you? Excuse me? should have picked the left side one, and you would have had our chorizo macaroni cheese, which, by the way, is a delicious recipe. should have picked a lot of things differently in my life, dear. Anyway... Let's not get into that. It's uh, not relationship drama. <laughs> not the archers. Should so batch cooking. If um, if you have the willpower, mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend batch cooking. We can't do it because we're greedy and we always <laughs> yeah. end up eating it. But if you can, all of our recipes are scalable. So if you if there's something in there you really like, cook loads of it and then dish it up into these tubs or whatever. Bag it up, chuck it in the freezer, and you're sorted for ages, and you'll save a lot of money doing that. Yeah, but you're right; it doesn't work. It doesn't One work thing if you're greedy like us. We do batch cook is mm. our pea and ham soup. Oh, that's lovely. Is that the? That's the. That's, yeah, that's the, one the big gammon joint in it. I mean, that yeah. To be fair, that is amazing yes, because soups. that makes an enormous pan full. <gasps> Can I give my freezing tip? Yeah, go yeah. On. Okay, if you've got soup. Um, Get yourself some really strong sandwich bags. It only works if you spend a little money on the strong ones because yeah. otherwise they'll burst. When you're freezing them, freeze them. Don't free, like don't back them up and just pop them straight in the freezer. Stick them in a bag, then put that on an oven tray so that the bag then goes oh, flat, yeah. uh-huh. and then you get a slab of soup, yeah. which sounds ridiculous, but it's a lot easier. You get so much more in the freezer because you can just stack these slabs of soup on top of it. Slags of soup. <laughs> Slags, Slags of, of soup. soup. <laughs> that's, that's what we should have called the blog <laughs> slags of soup and uh, if it's like that it defrosts much easier as well because you haven't got one solid brick of yeah. soup you've got a nice thin slab so these, these are the top up. tips that people are going to be tuning in for, this is it? the quality content you it's came almost as good as my spring onion tip and no one ever does it because it's not one. regrowing it does it, man it does, it does. It just... go on explain I hate you. and I will tell I'm you why you're wrong no okay if you get a spring onion if you get a bunch of spring onions cut whatever you need, off the spring onions, but leave about an inch in the root. Put that root in a little glass of water and another spring onion will grow. I know it's not another spring onion. I know I'm not bending space and time here. I know it's just more root, but it's still root that you can cook with. It's not. It's just swelling up, though. It's not. It it's is, because where is it getting its nutrients from to regrow? It's, it's not. It's, it's just a freaking swelling onion. Up. It's not a baby. Yeah, it gets light and it gets whatever from the water. Yeah, it grows. It needs- Look, potassium and if you are a soil tight, man, if you're a tight fucker who resents spending forty nine p on a bunch of spring onions, like me, you can just grow them again. And I think it's an excellent tip. And I will die on this hill. That's fine. I will. I will enjoy your swollen spring onions. I'm sure they're delicious. Well, sticky spring onions. Oh, wow, <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to help the people. I know you are being all miserable. <laughs> Story of our lives. So, if you've batched cooked and you've got yourself a bargain at the supermarket. Um, something else which you can use to save a lot of money is decent equipment. Now Ooh, we don't mean ex- now we don't mean the expensive equipment because we don't have any expensive equipment. We've just got mm. useful equipment. You say okay. So if we're going to talk about equipment, you're saying there that we haven't spent a lot of money on things. You're absolutely right. You don't need to spend a lot of money yeah. on anything in the kitchen, bar maybe two things. I would say okay. Maybe it's not even necessarily it's worth spending a lot of money so much as it is just it's worth getting good quality ones. A good, a good pan, a good oven proof, oven proof, yeah, oven proof yeah. cast iron pan. Yes, because so we we got ages and ages ago a massive Le Creuset casserole dish, mm-hmm. and it was expensive to buy. I think actually, did we not? Will we not get it at um, TK Maxx? Yeah, I think we did actually. We did. Yeah, no, we did, we did, we did. So, but it's um, a proper cast iron. We spotted it and then we screamed when we saw it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So there's a little top tip: if you want really good cast iron stuff, go to TK Maxx. Yeah. 
Uh, TK Maxx, if you're listening, £10,000. Thank you. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, we, we get that, but we don't just use it to make casseroles in. We use it as our frying pan. We use it All as our just general cooking pan. And it's brilliant because nothing burns in it. It's really easy to clean. And there's nothing worse than when you've you know gone out and bought ingredients and you're starting to cook and everything's sticking to your pan. It just it it's gonna it's gonna make you miserable. And yeah. it also means you're wasting ingredients if you ruin your um, recipe. So that's the one thing. That's sorry. That is one thing. I will just say it was also as well. You don't need a fancy Le Creuset pan. We also have one that we got from Sainsbury's. I think the blue mm-hmm. one. And that's just as good. Yeah, a cast, basically a cast good iron cast iron yeah. that you can use in the oven. You can use that under the grill. That was about 15, 20 quid. Yeah. So that and is lasts. absolutely worth getting. And the, what was the other thing? What was the other thing that I would recommend spending money on? One thing I would recommend, and they are quite pricey to buy, but I think they're worth every penny, is a good electric pressure cooker. Really? Yeah. Because it's a pressure cooker, it's a slow cooker, uh-huh. and it's also like an extra pan. I would really recommend it. I, I don't think I could do without oh, our instant yeah, pot. Yeah, the now. instant pot. Okay, I mean, other brands are available, but yeah, our instant pot, um, yeah. we do use that quite a lot. And it was, it's handy. Actually, if you try to save money, it's really good for soups. And exactly. And it's valuable. If you are batch cooking, it's fantastic. Yeah. It's brilliant. And um, in terms of meat, if you're trying to save money, a pressure cooker, mm-hmm. same same way as a slow cooker, but I'll see much quicker, um, it, it turns kind of cheap, maybe tougher cuts. Yeah. In a really nice... That's why it's good, because you can use cheaper cuts of meat. Yeah, actually, no And it breaks that, down. Yeah. Things like lentils. Breaks it all down. You can, yeah, you can use all your cheap root vegetables, lentils, all the things you're getting on the cheap. Yeah. Chuck it in an instant pot, and it can make a world of difference. Did your nana have a pressure cooker? Or did your mum? I know they're pretty interchangeable, given I love oh, My mum didn't. No? No. Okay, my nana... I don't even think our oven was working for about <laughs> 10 years. My nana had a pressure cooker, and oh, it was genuinely oh. the most terrifying thing I think by the time that I saw it, it was already about 40 years old. Well, my nana, uh-huh. she was about 80. <laughs> Bless her. <laughs> no, um, yeah, so I remember I used to go around every Sunday for um, like roast dinner when mm. I was young. And sometimes it was fine. It was just like something in the oven. Other times it was a pressure cooker. It was hissing and spitting and just bubbling away. And I lived in permanent fear of that thing going off and yeah. just killing us all. Because my nan was... Deaf as a post, wasn't she? Yeah. She could, if that thing had exploded in the kitchen, she still wouldn't have registered it, would it? You've seen what happens when they go wrong. Yeah, they go kaboom. Yeah, but there's a there's a really funny video on YouTube, I think, where someone's using it and she yeah. does what she opens it and the lid wedges itself <laughs> in the ceiling and she's covered head to toe, bless her. <gasps> oh my God. I think she was okay. Well, she'd cooled off. Yeah. But well, uh, once she'd cooled off, well, yeah, she would have had like. Boiling hot stew. Yeah, I get that, but I just feel like that's she was. I think I don't think she had. I don't think she had any lasting damage to her. Well, let's hope not. But uh, yeah, yeah, they're they're pretty lethal. But the electric ones are fine. But absolutely fine. Don't be scared of them. And pressure cookers have totally moved away from that as well. Yeah, they're absolutely yeah. And slow cookers. Um, now slow cookers you can buy for fifteen pounds now. Yeah, as and that's all you need. You don't need anything fancy. I mean, it is just all it is is it's a tiny wee oven. That you leave. How long did it take me? Though? How long did it take me before I would safely leave the house with a slow? You still won't. I do. You don't. I do. So I used to have. I live in permanent fear of as soon as I leave the house, everything's going to burst into flames. Everything's going to spontaneously burst into flames because obviously me being there is the only thing that stops everything going on fire. Um, and a slow cooker. The idea of leaving something cooking all day unattended is terrifying for me. So what we have to do is we have to put it on overnight while we're sleeping. <laughs> yeah. 
leave it in the pot during the day cold and then reheat when we come home. Yeah, but I'm sorry. It's just it's how I am. <laughs> and I love getting up first thing in the morning and smelling stew. <laughs> Thick I know that is quite stew. nice. Actually, it is. Yeah, quite nice. I like that. Um, but yeah, the slow cooker, you, you can spend all sorts of money, but yeah. you really don't need to, do you? Yeah. And that's another thing. Rather like the pressure cooker, you know, you can... You can get your cheap meat, reduce veg, make a stew, whatever, whatever you want to do with it. But the slow cooking process makes everything tender. Mm-hmm. So it's worth doing. What Something else? else I'd recommend, but it isn't essential, but I would recommend it if you can get it, is a good air fryer. Now, mm-hmm. I will start this by saying there are lots of different types of air fryer. Yeah. So the basic ones are you've got the spinny type, which is the t Active Fry and the Breville Halo. Mm-hmm. They're really good. They heat the food they rotate it you've got the stirring paddle in the middle they're great that's the one i'd recommend you get because they're most useful they cook the best and we've always had active fries yeah and they'd be great the second type of the basket type so this is your phillips air fryer yeah. the, the tower is one of these so it looks like a daft punk helmet yeah so it, they're awful. it doesn't mix the food it doesn't stir the food we've had one before it was all right but you have to get up and shake the food they're not the best. If we were reviewing do. it on Amazon, the thing that would knock it back is the fact you have to get up. Get up. up in That's the why the Actify is yeah. great, because you don't have to do anything, and it appeals to our laziness. Yeah. And the third type are the halogen ovens, which they are cheekily calling air fryers, but they're not really. A halogen oven does exactly what an oven does. Hmm. Is it's it no, just because it's got halogen light? It's halogen light. Of course it is. It doesn't do anything different than an oven does. We hate that. That's all it is. They're useless. So if you are going to get one, it is worth springing an extra bit of money for a T-File Active Fry. If it's a little bit out of your price range, a Breville Halo is also good. Not quite as good, but it's it will do the job. We do have a working relationship with Active Fry, so maybe, I don't know if we're allowed to say that. But I would recommend, we would recommend it anyway. Yeah. But if you're... If you're thinking, oh, that's a lot of money, you don't need one. You don't. Need you, you know, we need everything one, but that you it can does do. Help. It does in, help. Yeah, yeah, in an air fryer, you could do in an oven. Yeah. So don't be. Te- if you're not going to get the use out of it, then don't spend the money. Because how many times have we wasted money? Right, what have we wasted money on? Oh, on gadgets. Yeah. Oh God, we are a sucker for gadgets. We have. We have a gadget graveyard cupboard, don't we? Yeah. So yeah, the spiralizer. One thing you absolutely don't need: spiralizers. Spiralized food is rubbish. Don't bother. It's crap. I just don't get it. It's like. You take carrots and courgettes, which are delicious in and of themselves. Oh, and julienne it. Well, yeah, and make them into ribbons. It's like, great. It's delicious. Potato chipper. Use no. a knife. No. no. No, it's quicker with a knife. Just get Bollocks. the technique down. Uh, 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 uh. I mean, if yeah, if you're trying to save money, you don't need one, because you can use a knife. Yeah. But, no, potato chippers are great. Oh, do you think? Yeah, you get a good cut. I like that. Yeah, no, they're crap. I... I disagree. But... They're too much effort. They slide around. They're a pain in the ass to clean. No, don't bother. Get is a knife. It, is it just because your limp wrist can't put it down? <laughs> Let's be fair. Well, I've got the technique for making chips down to a tea. I can slice a potato. To be fair, seconds. yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, not surprising. It's I'm too fat master. bastards that we can make chips with a drop of a hat. Actually, that takes me on to something you do need is a good knife. Oh, you don't oh, need an expensive yeah. knife. Or a knife set. Or a knife set. We've got two knives. We've got mm-hmm. a big knife and a little knife. <laughs> I, don't really know what, <laughs> I don't really know what types of knives they are. But uh, keep them sharp. Keep them clean. Don't put them in the dishwasher. You put them in the bloody dishwasher. Yeah, but I shouldn't. Because <gasps> it blunts them. Yeah, that's true. But a good knife makes a lot of difference. Yeah, it does. And also, it helps with your cooking as well. Because yeah. if you've got a blunt knife... So keep them sharp. So I'll buy a little knife sharpener. Keep them sharp. And it makes everything a lot easier. Yeah. But no, you don't need like... I mean, they're nice to have. But you don't need a fancy knife set no. at all. Um, but what else have we wasted money on? So you mentioned the chipper. You mentioned the spiralizer. I will see that bet and raise you. Yeah. The breakfast sandwich maker. Remember that one? Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. We so used it it's this once. horrible little contraption that 
looks like it should be in a Did we get it from Amazon? Hey? Did we get it from Amazon or was it TK Maxx? No, it was it was an Amazon purchase. It was a okay. kind of, ooh, let's do let's do this and see how we get on sort of purchase. Um so it has a nice little compartment in the top for roast uh, for right, yeah. for warming your muffin top. Mm-hmm. Your my muffin top. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and then it's got another little pan which slides underneath that which cooks your poaches or cooks your egg. Yeah. Yeah. And then another uh, one that you can stick one little frozen hash brown in and another one you could stick a sausage in. Yeah. And you press it all together, it cooks it, and what what you end up getting is this most fucking awful sandwich, isn't it? It's like you've got a burnt bun, you've got a raw egg, you've got bacon that's still No, it worked really well. Fuck off. No, it didn't. No, once we'd figured it out, because the first time we used it, we balls it up. Have you been using it on the side? Maybe. You're trying to tell me. Maybe. Oh, I see. I see how um, this is. Okay. All the secrets come tumbling I think we've used it twice. The uh, the first time we balls it up because we let it get too hot, but the second time it all worked okay. No, the only time I remember was it would have been it would have been easier to cook everything outside on the pan. <laughs> oh god, it would have been easier to do it that way, but then yeah. you don't get a nice stacked muffin type contraption thing. Okay, right. Well, right. yeah, and try, let's think. Well, I'm sure there's other stuff we've wasted. You have bought no end of things for eggs, so that we have had a microwave omelet maker, a microwave egg poacher, uh-huh. an egg sucky thing, which. I love Suck the egg sucky up. thing. That sucks the yolk out. There's another thing which is like a mini sieve which separates the white. You've put a lot of things for eggs that have right, always been useless. But let me say this. I like eggs, right? And the benefits of having parents who have chickens is that you come home, or you come back from visiting your parents and you've got like 48 eggs rattling around the car. So you need to do something different. <laughs> I can't, so I can't poach an egg to save my life. You know, you no, make, you do all right with poach eggs. Well, if you let me finish. <laughs> oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Oh. I can't poach an she's egg. She's had a can of monster and she's getting through. Shut your face. I can't poach an egg to save my life. Not the proper way. Not in a pan with the swirly water and stuff like that. It looks awful. It just separates and it's a nonsense. However, rather speaking to what we're saying about not wasting money on, on silly uh, contraptions, yeah. easiest way to do it, probably some kind of chef blasphemy here, is microwave some water in a small bowl and then tip your egg in. Uh, because the water's hot enough to immediately make the egg start pulling together, and then microwave for 20 seconds, and okay. you get a perfect pouch deck. Mm-hmm. Very good. Thank you. I'll be here all day. <laughs> um, right, so we've talked about saving money on food, and we've talked about saving money on ingredients. The time. Yes. Can't afford the if time. If you're like us, and you are busy housewives, yeah, we have hundreds of kids. Hundreds of kids? Okay. If you're fat gay men with a cat that needs a lot of your time and attention, you might not have the time to cook a decent meal. If you're out there and you're thinking, I don't have the time uh, to cook, that's perfectly valid. Now, we've touched on batch cooking. We've touched on preparing everything in advance. But ask yourself what's worth spending time on. And frankly, fair enough, you could get away with you know skipping your breakfast and making a quick lunch. But actually, a nice meal cooked by yourself mm-hmm. um, for other people or just for yourself is brilliant. Yeah. It's worth spending the time on. I mean, yeah, time's a luxury, but... You know, the time you farted on ordering a takeaway and then spent, if you're anything like me, 50 minutes peering out of the curtains to see where the fuck the takeaway is. It's raging because he's late. I really hate how Just Eat doesn't tell you how long it's coming until after you've ordered. I like the Domino's approach where they turn yeah. it into its way. Yeah. It's like foreplay at that point. It was fantastic. Um, so yeah, it's worth spending time on. Do it. All that said, if you have our cookbook, and once again, thank you if you have. Very much. Thank you very much. We uh, None of our recipes really take that long. No, we, we're they don't. quite impatient we work full fancy. time we work full time in busy jobs yeah. and then we come home and do the blog stuff we don't have and we go time. to the gym and yeah. we go exercise and we have lots of television to catch up on yeah i mean the gym and the exercise 
before the television couple call? of really? naps in between really so our recipes are quick and easy yeah, all of them yeah they're not going to take too long yeah at most they may take a couple of hours but that'll be like an hour and a half just gently bubbling away where yeah. you don't have to do anything certainly preparation never takes yeah there was there was quite quick so yeah it's easy to say i don't have time and i totally get that but make a bit of time yeah yeah and then because you're making things better for yourself if you do that exactly Okay, well there you go. So I think that covers off everything in the I can't afford it section, whether it's time, ingredients, or money. Um, hopefully that's helped. I'd like to think you know you might be inspired to try something new, to spend a bit of time, spend a bit of money, and if we're giving you some tips to save money, that's all the better. And we want to hear your tips. So if you have anything to help save money, yeah, post them about. Tag yeah. us at Two Chubby Cubs everywhere. Let's do a few questions. Yes, Q&A. Q&A. Remember, we asked you to send in your questions, and we said we'd answer anything, so we're going to spin the wheel, raggedy man, and come out with the any questions, any questions. Only a handful of them have been daft, and by a handful, I mean most of them. Filth. So, absolute filth. I am... Would you like a quickfire round? I'd like anything. I'd like a rest. Oh, okay. This is from uh, Andy Breen. You'll know Andy Breen if you're in the group. He's like, um, like our celebrity daddy. Basically, Andy is sex personified. <laughs> we went to his wedding a week and a half ago, and it was everything I could do not to Yvonne fare my way down that aisle showing it yeah. should have been me. It was only very hard not to I, run off. Only because I reckon a, the bride could have taken me in a fight. That's why I didn't do it. Did you know, if you actually do say something, you know when they do the whole, mm-hmm. um, if anyone knows of any lawful impediment, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. If you actually do, even if it's a joke, they have yeah. to stop it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, we should have done and I think that. you have to wait 30 days. Does it count if I just present myself yeah, in front of, in front of the groom? <laughs> Take me. <laughs> right, okay, so, quick fire round. Yeah. What Go. are you scared of? What am I scared of? Dams and monogamy. Yeah, why dams? That's weird. Dams, I told you this before. Dams because they're so bloody weird and unnatural. Okay. But if, then, when we went to America, you went inside the Hoover Dam and you weren't to that freaked out. break my fear, though. Did it work? It did. Okay. Right, if you're in the countryside and you're walking along and it's all beautiful and it's you know, nice nature and then you've got this huge slab... Of concrete that doesn't belong there. It's creepy. And you know if there's dams, if obviously oh, you got us on, got us on a right here. Quick fire round, be damned. If there's dams, that means there's tunnels. And if there's tunnels, that means they're underground where you're walking. And there's lots of water and there's sluice gates. And what's stopping you falling in that little behind a dam and just getting pulled Spin. underwater and into the intake? So that's why I don't like dams. This is going to creep you out. Where I grew up, the fens, it was drained for farmland, blah, 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 blah. Long story long, there's lots of tunnels and drains and things, and we used to play in them as kids, and it terrifies me now to think of it because it's dangerous. Okay. Lots of suction pumps, lots of things to suck all the water out, and we just used to slide around in them. Well, that is that is scary, but I can, not to one-up you here, but you know where I used to live? Mm. Uh, there was two reservoirs that were connected to each other. Yeah. And there, it's that road that goes in between, like, over the top of them. Yeah. So what happens is when the reservoir on the right is full, they release water and it goes into the reservoir on the left, oh. which means there's always a kind of a suction between the two. And someone came off the road there, went into the reservoir in their car, couldn't get out of the car because they landed in such a way that they were against the pipe that was sucking the water. Oh, God. So they were trapped in the car and drowned. Grim. So maybe my damn phobia, in both ways, actually has a little bit of basis in their reality. Really? What are you scared of? Spiders. What else are you scared of? Slimming. <laughs> Say, <laughs> saying no. Vitamins. <laughs> um, that rickets looks know. really good on you. Um... Spiders, I don't like crabs for the same reason because they're similar to they're spiders. They're sea spiders. 
the sideways spiders. I don't know if they're scuttled. Anything that's scuttled. Sideways spider? Yeah. That's um, actually a really good way of putting it. Scorpions, anything that scuttles with like a tappy. No, I don't like anything. Like what that. else? Very quickly. Must I don't know. I think that's about it. Um, as a kid, I used to have a horrible phobia of the dark. I hate the dark as a oh, kid. Okay. But I think that's quite normal for a kid. I'm scared of cliche answers. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just too brave for my own good. Question two What really annoys you? What? Slimming. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what annoys me. Okay. Yeah. This. And forgive me, anyone out there who has done this to me, annoys me when someone asks for help. And we will gladly give it. If you're stuck and you want advice or recipes, we will absolutely 100% help in any way. But when you, yeah, they'll say like, can you give us like some things to do with mince? And you'll give like 25 recipes. And, oh, and God, what do you yeah, get I back? Know exactly where you're going with this. Okay, uh-huh. thanks, hon. Yeah. And then that's it. And it's like, okay. But you know that they're not going to go and try anything, yeah. and it's just frustrating. I remember someone asking for a recipe with Philadelphia or something like that, and we gave loads of really good recipes that are really, really tasty. <laughs> and then someone come along was like, and just said, mix the options into it. Oh, and everyone oh. mad for that option. Mm-hmm. But they ignored all our delicious suggestions. <laughs> or, or you get what you think will be a really quick um, like question, and they'll go... Right, can I have some recipes for eggs? Yeah. And you'll give recipes. And they'll go, oh, I'm sorry, I don't like cheese. Eggs. <laughs> I don't like cheese. Can I use this? It's like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like this. I don't know what to do. It's like, how about you look? And then I, I always like to try and be nice, but fuck me, that gets frustrating. I remember and we I, posted a recipe for is like garlic mushrooms or something. And someone was like, I don't like, I don't like mushrooms. I don't fucking make it though. <laughs> or, or... You make something that you think is really tasty and you know it'll do well um, and it'll get like five likes. It. How many times have you made like a really nice salad or something like that and it yeah. gets five likes? Well, fuck me, you stick a potato recipe on and it's like a potato recipe with cheese, more potato, cheese, cheese, potato, cheese. <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's like the second coming, isn't it? <laughs> and it's like, oh, I can't believe how nice it is. It's like, yeah, but try something different. That we love you really, it. listeners. Yeah, we do love you. We do love you. But we said we'd be honest in this Blair podcast. And, yeah, it can be a smidge frustrating. I'm not going to lie. And recipes. How many variations on the word recipe have we had? Recipe. 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 Receipt. One more. Quickly. This is Nikki from Ull. Ull. Says, of all the places you pair have visited throughout the world, where was your favourite and what made you visit there and why? Easiest question in the world. Canada. We went oh, there. We went there for yeah. a month. Um, last, in fact, it was more. It was only six weeks. Um, last year, wasn't it? And it was just the best time yeah. ever. We went. What is it? West to east, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. West to east, and we just stopped loads of different places. And it was the most magnificent country because everywhere you stopped was different. Yeah, it was the people. Everywhere was gorgeous. The people were fantastic. Yeah. Um, food was nice as well. Oh, any any country whose speciality dish is chips, cheese, and gravy. gravy. Yeah. Seriously, I would move there in a heartbeat. Yeah. We nearly did move there, actually, didn't we? Because we met this really nice guy. Um, oh, I don't want to name, actually. We met this really nice guy, and he joined us for the back end of the holiday. And we were scheming to think, ooh, we could marry him. And then one of us <laughs> move over and <laughs> get a divorce. And then, yay, citizenship. That was too but, much effort. But it was, yeah, it was too much effort. So we'd move there in a heartbeat. But in yeah. terms of favourite place in the world, Canada. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. I would also um, mention Iceland. I loved Iceland just because it's beautiful, it and I like the beautiful. cold. The and there's a penis museum. There was a penis museum. 
Actually, that was quite boring. It, who needed a place full of penises? There was a hot dog stand, which was the best hot dog stand in the world. I've moved there for that. They should have had a hot dog stand in the penis museum. It lends itself to <gasps> kind of pairing yeah, up. Yeah, one going into the other. Well, so yes, Canada and Iceland are our two. We just like the cold. Just saying, there's a common theme there. Bearded men in both countries <laughs> in plaid shirts. So there you go. Wonder what appeals. Right. That's us. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you've enjoyed listening to us, what's the matter with you? No, I'm kidding. Like um, and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends. Yeah, we're Teacher Becomes, uh, Facebook, Instagram, um, what's the other one? Twitter. Twitter. I feel so old. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> on that Twittergram. Get on there. Get on that Twittergram. Send us a DM or whatever you do. I don't know. But we would like your tips. Absolutely. Um, okay. That's enough. <laughs> Are we done? 